0: So um, that that changed everything, and then now I can, I can I got my own apartment, you know, like it's it's really cool, but that it's is, all yeah. because of that song. It's all because of that song, my home. So I'm forever grateful for it, and also like it actually that song also named my fan base. And my fan base called themselves the homies because of that song. Like it kicked <laughs> my career. And I was like, this is sick. I can dig it. I love it, homies. Like yeah. I love it. So yeah. that, that was also a really cool thing that happened.
1: Yeah. What? How did you continue to keep with that? Because I just feel like. You know, like, you did see that growth with that song after reposting it, but a lot of people, I think, they don't see that the repost it takes to get to that point and having that belief in yourself. Like, where did you find that and kind of what what pushed you to keep going with that, even when the results weren't necessarily there yet?
0: That's such a good question. Like, thank you for that. Man, I must have posted, like, hundreds of times before, um, you know, that, that even worked. I was pursuing music for probably two years at that time, right? Like, full force. I'm talking... Ten hours a day, like every single day, like not hanging out with friends and like all this stuff. Like I had to, I had to rebuild all my friendships because I just didn't give them the time of day, and like I regretted that so much back in, like back in the day. And now I'm so grateful to like be able to say like we're we're all so close again, and I've been able to I've been able to rekindle all those. But I was pursuing this so hard, I literally left everyone behind, all my childhood friends, and like it sucked, man. Like I remember looking back, I'm like, why did I ever do that? Like I was such a, I was such a jerk. I was so like blinded by like what I wanted in my dreams and goals. I just left everybody else. Like, and I just kept to myself. Then I had like no friends for a really long time. Um, And yeah, so I, I did that and I started posting. I don't know, man. I think there's always been something like guiding me, I guess. Like there's always been something like it's to me. Like, I feel like everybody has, it's like your gut instinct, you know, you always know what's right or wrong, or you always know what you're supposed to do, you know, until like your brain gets in the way. And then you start making the wrong decisions, and you get clouded and, and, and you don't know what to do at all. But I feel like if every single person listens to like their their gut you know like that feeling you always kind of know what to do like you know if you're supposed to take this job or you know if you're supposed to be with this person um or you know you're supposed to end this relationship like you know what to do but it's really hard to do those things usually like the gut uh like our gut reaction is like the most difficult one and we don't want to do that you know with our brains and so I don't know I guess I've always known like I've always believed in myself and like I knew if you give me enough time I can figure it out I'm like you know you give me you give anybody like two to three years of dedication to something you'll be like half decent at it you know so i was like okay my music like year one it was like my music was so bad man the only people i played it for was my brother my aunt and my best friend caleb and like that was it you know nobody else my parents didn't even hear my music until like year two um and like my extended family didn't even hear until then as well i was just so like embarrassed by everything i was making but i knew like give me enough time like anybody that sticks at it for long enough I'll make it. I remember, I, I mean, I watched a ton of like interviews from all the most successful people and, and Kobe was one who I really loved and studied heavily. And, and it shocked me to know, cause I feel like this story isn't popularized at all, but it shocks shocked me to learn that Kobe was a terrible basketball player when he was a kid. Absolutely awful. He said when he's like 12 or 13, he was in the summer league and he, uh, he, he, played in his basketball team and he didn't score a single point the entire summer. I was like, what? Like Kobe? At like 11, 12, like not a single point. You know, I never heard this story before. So it blew my mind. And then he said, uh, and then his thought process was like, okay, I'm, I'm not good enough yet, but I can get there. Right. He's like, how much are these kids practicing a day? Probably two to three times a week for like two to three hours a piece. He's like, okay, how am I, how am I, who's so bad? Didn't even score. How can one day I beat them? And he's like, okay, let me just work harder than them. Let me just put in more hours. If they do two to three times a week for two to three hours, he's like, let me do four to six times a week for like four to six hours, you know? And so he was like three X their growth. And so next year came around back in the, back in the summer league. And he said this time, but he focused on the fundamentals, right? So it wasn't flashy stuff. It was just dribbling and all the basics. And he came back to that summer league and he said, he scored like a couple points. He, he got it. He got in the board, but he was still bad comparatively to everybody else. He said, but then he went back to the drawing board and just kept working, um, and, and making sure he did more time than everybody else. Next year came around and he became like a state champion or something like that. I might've butchered the story, but he said next year came around, he ran laps around everybody. That's when like he really hit his stride, but it was after it's, it's like an exponential curve, you know, and with anything um that you do, any creative practice, any discipline practice, whatever it may be, any, any practice on any sort of craft it's uh, it's very exponential, you know, you're terrible. And then you start hitting the stride and then things just kind of like, I kind of uphill from there. So I remember hearing those stories and, and, and uh, I was like, okay, just give me a couple years, right? Like, give me a couple years. Uh, I'm going to play the long-term game on this, but it was really hard because like you see like kids younger than me, just popping off out of nowhere, far more talented, far better lyrics, production, all that stuff. Um, and it was really hard to stay focused, but I, I just knew like my time will come. Like if I just stick at it and I just stay tunnel vision, not get blinded by what's happening around me I'm like I'm just gonna worry on my journey if I'm getting better every single day that's all that matters and someday like I was like I remember thinking I was like no matter what if I I can put myself in a position where it's impossible to fail like well I technically failed for years right but it's impossible if I keep on at it if I don't give up you know like eventually it'll happen eventually I think I've always just kind of been like a delusional optimist which like sometimes (laughs) helps me to my advantage you know not all the time but it does uh so i don't know i guess i guess i just i just somehow knew i guess you know i just oh, really that's awesome it. no i'm
1: i'm surprised that that story is yeah like you said i'm surprised that story is not out there more because you see all these clips of like these inspirational videos like reels and stuff where people are like yeah. sharing their stories and with how big kobe is you think that, that would be all over the place <laughs> that's
0: what i'm saying like yeah it, that story genuinely changed me like i vividly remember watching that and i'm like okay let's do the three-year plan. Well, I think it's not so popular because like nobody really wants to do it. It's really difficult to dedicate yourself to something for like, because that's like a three to five-year plan. And that's like playing short-term too. You know, most people are like, how can I get it now, this month, this year? I'm like, I just knew, give me a couple years. And I think anyone can, anyone can achieve whatever they want. And like, or at least like be on track to achieve whatever they want in a couple of years if you really dedicate yourself and like just yeah. obsess like i was obsessed you know kobe was obsessed like he lived breathed you know and slept basketball and like i just filled my brain with music like that was it you know listening to it studying it making it dude like my whole day was just revolved around that i mean it's still it you know but it's it's been a it's, yeah. been a it's been a fun journey
1: that's awesome what well, as far as like so you do for anybody that doesn't know this he does everything like all of himself like he does not like nobody's doing their production he's doing everything with um like making that music and seeing all these ads like on instagram and tiktok like market here market there what 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 helped you to know like what was right for you and not not fall into that because i know that that's like everywhere now is like hey like pay us and we'll like market your stuff and you know yeah
0: no that's a great question I see, um, so like my funny enough, like my brother is a marketer. Like he ran a marketing agency and all these things. So, like I was aware of paid traffic and paid ads and whatnot. but i I saw it always fell flat when it came to music. Like, I never tried it personally, but just observing, like I think that's how like I write all my music. That's how I just go about life. I'm a huge observer. I love people watching just seeing why people do things, what they do, you know. I love that and so i and i observed a lot of people trying to run paid ads and it just never works. like i think when it's really i think it's really difficult to promote music and especially in such an oversaturated market i think the the best way i mean across all marketing is organic marketing and word of mouth marketing you know of course so paid it works in certain scenarios, but I, I don't know. Every time it came to music, I like for me, I just watch myself. I see what I react to, what I don't react to. And I'm like, and every time I would scroll, right. And i would see a paid ad for music. I'm gone. I'm right out of there. I don't even care if it's a good song. I just don't want to be like, like forced upon new music or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, so it has to be organic. So now I got to figure out what kind of organic content works. And that was just from studying, um, what, you know, like my phone for you page, seeing what songs I liked, seeing why I liked it. Like, I I don't know. I guess it was like a really big experiment on myself. I'm like, because I think the best artists in the world just have the best taste, right? They they know how to blend certain things. They know why they like this and that, and they know how to piece it together and connect the dots that way. So I was thinking, okay, like let's just look at what I like and what I don't like. And I was like, I love how this person promoted this. I hated how this person promoted this. I would analyze their hooks. I'd be like, okay, why why did I watched this video, I would analyze it like, okay, the first second they did this cool transition in and they said a funny line or whatever it may be. And I just started like analyzing myself. Um, I don't know. I think, and also, I think when it comes to marketing you just kind of always got to go back to like the roots and the roots and the most basic aspect of it. Like there's a lot of these flashy ways to promote and market, but it's like, what's the best form of marketing? It's like when you show it to your friend, you know, like if something's very shareable, like that's, that's the best form of marketing, you know, you'll, you'll listen, you'll listen to whatever your friends send you. You know, I listen to whatever my friends give me, that's the best form of marketing. So I'm like, okay, let's make shareable content. Let's make content that makes people feel good. Like, you know, just like, I think if you, I think if you really understand just like humans in general, um, that's the best form of marketing. If you understand humans and you know how to market, you know, you know how to sell it and whatnot. I don't, I wouldn't say like, I'm an, a huge understander of humans, but like I try my best to just analyze that and like why my friends like certain music, you know, why I like it and stuff. But I think it always comes back to humans at the end of the day. So I just try my best to like focus on humans and it and it kind of correlates easily with music because for me, I just try to put as much emotion into my song as possible. You know, if I can, can, if I can have people connect in my songs, that's all I need to do. So that's just like human to human. You know, I don't really think of it like further than that other like marketing and all this fanciness i'm like if i can get one person to watch this video and they like what they heard and they like the feeling that this video gives them i did my job you know and then that like because because again when it comes to videos there's like watch time and all these crazy analytics you gotta think about but i'm like if you get somebody to watch it and they stay watching it and they like what they watched and it's they like it enough they would send it to somebody you got you got yourself a viral video that's simple you know it's simple but very difficult to execute i will say
1: yeah, no, I like that, I like that take on it. Like thinking about that, like if someone, if you would just send it to your friend, then it's good content, because that's it's just gonna get seen, yeah. yeah.